Hi, and welcome to Film Forums. I'm Richard Williams, the creator of this platform, a place dedicated to the filmmaking community. We interview members of the film industry to find out what it really takes to make a movie, bring a script to screen, or secure that acting role. If that sounds good to you, please subscribe to us on YouTube and follow us on your favourite podcasting platform so you can be the first to know when an episode drops. We'd really appreciate it if you'd like and share this if you get value from this episode. Thank you. And finally, a big shout out to this episode's sponsor, HotSourceForFilm.com, who provide resources, workshops and advice for the film business online. Thank you. I play third fiddle to two figures in my life. Jesus Christ and Margaret Thatcher. Where do you stand on them? One's the reason we're all here and the other's a carpenter. You're like the best thing to come out of this experience for me. When you look at me, you clearly see a victim. What do you really know about me? Hi there, welcome to Film Forums. My name is Aisha Jbele and I have with me David Johnson. Would you like to introduce yourself, David? Sure, yeah. Hey, I'm, I'm David, David Johnson, and uh, I'm an actor from East London. So how did you get into acting? Uh, I mean, I guess kind of fell into it, if I'm honest. I was, I was like around 13, 14, and um, I was on like report cards because I was a bit naughty in school. So I used to get sent home to like get my report card stamped. And I like, I was on report for like a whole month. This is a long-winded way of saying, basically, I came home one day and my mum was like, like, what do you want to do with your life? And she was like, you know, you can either go and like box, because at the time I used to, I used to box in like a local gym. Mm-hmm. And she was like, oh, like, what else? And I was like, I want to act. <laughs> and she was like, okay. <laughs> so that's, I guess that's how I fell into it. Yeah. So did you start doing, like, um, amateur drama? Like, did you join any film groups or go to any classes or anything like that when you were a teenager? Um, well, I mean, I did, like, youth theatre. So, like, National Youth Theatre, which, you know, I'm still really close with because it wasn't too long ago that I did my course. But they, they were wonderful. And you meet so many wonderful people and I did like productions with them, which kind of got me like my agent. And uh, Okay, so your agent actually attended one of your performances? And... Yeah, I did. Um, I got cast in the lead as one of, in a show of a book called Pigeon English. And um, we did the play in Bristol and we went to Edinburgh with it. And I kind of got like a, like a really lovely flurry of interest from there. And um, yeah, okay. and I got my agent from that play, which is just, um, just awesome. Yeah, you're with um, United Agents, aren't you? Yeah. Yeah, that's a massive one. So to land that, you know, so so young and so early is amazing. Thank you. Yeah, it was it was massive, and yeah. my agent's just um, amazing. She's brilliant. Yeah. Um. So tell us a little bit about um what you're doing at the moment with yourself. I mean, it's it's uh, <laughs> we're talking now during lockdown. Yeah. <laughs> so I mean, I guess like everyone else right now, I'm at, you know I'm at, I'm indoors. Um, just doing my bit as it were but um i've been doing like a lot of um prep for another project that i've got going but i can't i mean i'm not allowed to say too much about it right now i understand that you landed a principal role in a hbo and bbc um production do you want to tell us a little bit about that if you are able to tell us anything about it (laughs) (laughs) yeah good it's a show called industry um it's um, made by these two young, brilliant writers who are from like a financial background themselves. And basically the show just follows these young graduates coming into the financial sector for the first time. 
and my character um, kind of gets caught in this like whirlwind of like love, um, money, the bank, you know, and um, and just general life, you know. Are you able to relate to your character in any ways? Of course. I mean, you you find, I guess you try and find ways to relate to your characters all the time, you know. But um, he's very different from me. <laughs> like he's um his his background and a lot of traits that he has is just very different from me. Which, if I'm honest, you know that was part of why I wanted to play him. You know, that was part of the perk because I guess you know as an actor you you know you want to play things that are just not really yourself. You know what I mean? But no, I guess it boils down to the fact that we're um we're both just young men trying to figure out our part in the world yeah. so is this your first um major role you know that's that's going out to the public or have you done some other things before that people may have seen i'm not sure what major really is anymore <laughs> kind of just do these things and you you hope someone's, <laughs> someone's watching. you just don't really know do you know what i mean mm-hmm. um but no i've done i've done some i've done some stuff in the past last um last year before i got cast in this HBO show. I did a, a show for Fox, and um, it was called Deep States with Walton Goggins and Joe Dempsey and a bunch of other really amazing cool people. I was a young MI5 officer. I got to fire a gun for the first time. Um, have you shot? We shot out in like Morocco, which was just amazing. Very close to my home, I'm Tunisian. So Tunisian, yeah, not oh, no, awesome. Hence the funny name. So yeah. Um, <laughs> How did you find it being in Morocco? Like, was it a culture shock for you? It's no, nah, man. It wasn't a culture shock for me. I mean, I'm, I'm, um, my family of like we're we're mixed. Um, we're like Creole, and like, mm-hmm. I have family from Africa and mm-hmm. Caribbean and Sweden, hence the name. You know, it's not not at all. When you're in Morocco, somewhere like that, you know, it's just everyone's just lovely. Do you know what I mean? Everyone's so nice and open and. Mm-hmm. Food and oh, food's oh, always so good. Yeah, yeah. No, no. I want to call it a shock. Not for me yeah. at all. I, I loved every minute of it. That's really nice to hear because I mean, across North Africa, we have quite similar culture anyway. You know, and obviously the same language as well. But I think the biggest difference for me anyway is that in Tunisia, it's okay to be like affectionate and kind of forward and things like that. Whereas in Britain, it's very much you know arm's length. Absolutely, yeah. I mean, yeah. you know, I I couldn't agree with you more. You know, I was in like a, a hotel and stuff, and you had like room service and stuff like that, which I was just like, you know, what the, what the hell? Anyway, we had like people come to our room, and they were like, they drop off your food, and then like give you like, you know, like a kiss on the cheek, you know, like I'll give mm-hmm. you a hug, which is just like it was just so lovely. Um, yeah. But I guess I guess the reason why it weren't a culture shock for me is because my family is like that. You know, I've got a really amazing, big, loving family. And we're just yeah. very like tactile and hugging. Yeah. But but yes, you're very right. British people can be a bit like oh, <laughs> a bit COVID, yeah. a bit like you know. Well, yeah. No. Have you have you been in for the you know the entire seven or eight months of lockdown, or did you have oh, no. periods where you were out and doing things? Yeah, definitely. I had some periods when I was out and doing things. Yeah, mm-hmm. which was you know again, uh, I feel very uh, privileged, you know, to be able to like be busy and stuff. What were your what were your biggest challenges in approaching the role in, in in industry? What was your biggest challenge with that? I guess it was you know it was research. You know, I had to do like a lot of research. I remember getting the script through when I was in the desert, and I was doing like MI five training every single day. So like I had to be really, really fit. Then I opened this you know mm-hmm. this script, and 
it was set completely in like the financial world. So it was just sat in a bank every single day, which was just like polar opposite in a suit, you know, polar opposite to me, like my shirt off. <laughs> and, you know, what, what you realise is like the terminology and the way they talk about things, you know, particularly in my character, like he's so, um, he's so quick and he's so smart. Like I had to like just learn a lot of that lingo, like how you might respond to someone. Or like what a quant is, which is like a financial term, because that's in the script, you know. Yeah, I mean, to convincingly play, you know, someone who's in an industry that you, you're not familiar with, I can imagine would be quite difficult, like, especially, you know, people who play doctors and things like that as well. But I think financial would be, in a way, even further away, because like, <laughs> we all have some kind of knowledge of health and healthcare, but yeah. most people don't have knowledge of, of finance in, in the way that it's you know shown in the absolutely and i think i think you know that that was something that inevitably was like a challenge but then i think mm-hmm. what what i definitely found with the show which i think is just like a, a testament to the writing is that it's it's way more than like a quant or the banking terms like it's just it's um it's way more about the relationships between the people everything else is just kind of like you know like fillers in between and if it's in real life, if it's not banking talk, we're talking about something else where we really mean this, do you know what I mean? We really mean that, but we use fillers all the time. So I think um, it was really interesting to like understand that it wasn't about that at all. You know, it wasn't about the financial thing, but you do all this research to let it go anyway. And you attended one of the most prestigious drama schools, obviously, RADA. Are you able to tell us anything about how how you got in and how you were when you were there what was the experience for you yeah i got a, a scholarship to go there actually from warner bros who i'm immensely you know grateful for because if i didn't get that scholarship i don't think i would have been able to go but um again i'm from like an east london town that much um i don't know i had this curiosity of just wanting to read more and learn more just like try you know and and, and mess up and try again and and I think Rado was really cool for that. You know, I read so much on Shakespeare, on, you know, on, on Byron, on just like people that, you know, coming from East London, I won't normally read about. Do you know what I mean? So mm-hmm. for me, that was really important. And besides that, I think most importantly, I made just a hell of a lot of amazing friends, you know, and those people just stay with you. Would you say that, in a sense, Rado gave you a network that you now you know, are still tapping into now that you're going into your professional career. Yeah, absolutely. I think so. I think it, it is, I think with training, any training, rather anywhere you go to, you know, I think inevitably you learn certain things that may or may not work for you, but you, you learn them nonetheless. So you kind of have this, like, I guess the metaphor that we constantly got told was you have this toolbox. And if one is as, as corny as that sounds, it's totally true. You know, you, you just have this modicum of things that you can possibly do, but you just do what's right for you. And that's what I always try to do anyway, just do what's right for me and what works for me. You know? So if you could give any advice to, you know, say a 16, 17-year-old working class person that, you know, wants to pursue acting, what would you recommend that they do? Um, I think the most important thing anyone can do is just you know, be serious about it in a sense, you know. I think I think acting is like, you know, it's play, but inevitably you need to find like a sense of like, you know, you want to learn, you want to be better. So, I mean, it's really hard to give advice, but I, I, I think for me, 
like my mum told me when I got that report card brought home, she was like, like, what do you want to do? I think she was trying to tell me, like, be serious about something, mm-hmm. if that makes sense. So I guess I'll pass on my my old mum's uh, advice. It's quite good that she kind of put you on the spot like that. Yeah, right. What are you going to make of yourself? You know, I, I love that. Like, <laughs> I mean, it was obviously decision time as well, because I think 14 onwards is that's when you start choosing your subjects and deciding, yeah. you know, what you're going to do, where you're going to go. Which I think is, it's kind of a shame because most people do change paths as well. You yeah. know what I, mean? I, I I wanted to be a vet, you know. Oh man, really? did not consider the fact that I have an allergy to animals, you know. <laughs> so I took all the sciences and, you know, never used them. It's like, I reckon I could have said to my mum, I want to be an actor. I and mean, I could have said next day I want to be a musician. And she would have been like, okay, cool. Like, <laughs> she just wanted me to like be serious about something. Yeah, well, it's worked out. I mean, look at you. <laughs> A little bit, yeah. Yeah, totally. <laughs> do you have any other creative interests? Like, do you do music or writing or anything else? Yeah, I mean, all of those things that you just said, I definitely do some writing. I guess you kind of, um, especially as an actor, you you know, which I'm loving, by the way, you mm-hmm. kind of have these experiences and you want to, like, you know, want to become other people and you want to, like, live that's the fullest. But then there's definitely a part coming from where I've come from and, like, mm-hmm. where I know hundreds of thousands of other people are coming from you want to be mm-hmm. able to like give back opportunity so i think yeah. for me like i definitely have like a long-term goal wanting to be able to like you know give back and also you know you have ideas you know so you, you yeah so creating your own work is a strong possibility i think so. i think i mean I'd, I'd love to but i'm i'm having a really good time right now and you talked about boxing as well so obviously you enjoyed um the role that you already played you know that was action-based would you quite like to pursue more action roles yeah i mean i'd love to you know part of the appeal of industry was i got i got it through at the time when i was like in a completely different mindset so i think i'm always going to have that sense of um you know play and wanting to do something that's different but i'm, I'm a big fan of um, action films that's my favorite genre as well to watch is acting that's awesome yeah <laughs> yeah i get up in martial arts as well so it's really yeah yeah i don't look like it at all but yeah well um a treasure trove aren't you you've got like so much stuff there. i thought i should be interviewing you really <laughs> no not at all i'm a no one <laughs> but yeah I, I love martial arts i'm crazy but i'm not like i don't watch roms or anything like that i'm yeah. more like yeah let's go see an action movie you know that's so awesome that's so yeah. awesome that's me too is there anything that you would say in terms of people applying for scholarships because obviously you mentioned that you got a scholarship to go to RADA. That's one thing that when I was younger, I really didn't know enough about, you know, in terms of how to go about it. And I just didn't think that that was a possibility for me as a working class uh, performer as well. So yeah. could you maybe talk to us a little bit about that? Like, what was the process? Of course, of course. I mean, for me, it was, I hate using the phrase, I got lucky, you know, because it, it's so um, ambiguous. Mm-hmm. Um but I feel like I did kind of get a bit lucky because at the time that I auditioned, um, Warner Bros had just done this thing where they rolled out a set of scholarships to up and coming actors um, across like the UK and RADA had like one place. And I, when I auditioned, they put me forward for it. So it wasn't a case of me like finding it and applying for it. It just kind of happened, which, you know, again, that's why I'm so grateful. But I think, I think it's out there, you know, I think people have to like, you know, one thing I'd say actually is like, um, don't be deterred of it. I think for me, I'll, that's one thing that I was like, um, 
regardless, I'm going to try. Even if I never got the scholarship, I thought I'd rather know that I got in and didn't go than be like, oh, I didn't know, you know, something could have happened, but I didn't try. Like, at least, like, go for it, try it, because... I think that's what that's what life's about, just going for stuff. And, you know, mm-hmm. you fail, you fail. You know, get up. It's, it's good. Yeah. Failure's better than not knowing, isn't it? 100%. 100%. So what do you think is next for you? What do you see as your career path? I don't know, really. Um, no, I guess I just hope to do, you know, different things and, and continue to grow in, like, a really unique way. I don't really want to be like anyone else. I really want to be like myself, you know. I just hope I get the opportunity to, to, to do that. So, Have you ever attended any film festivals or anything or taken part in any networking that way? No, not really. I mean, this it's funny, this year I was meant to go to a lot more, but I am. I have got someone sent me like a, which I'm so grateful for, by the way. I got sent like um, this thing for um, Aesthetica. Which is which is really cool. So like that's like an online film festival. Um, shout out to them for sending me like a link to it. So I'm like watching some like just loads and loads of short films at the minute, which is just so really interesting. And you learn so much for how people can make like a short film a, a full on narrative. So I'm doing that like online film festival. Apart from that, not much. Well, thank you so much, obviously, uh, for your time. Just quickly before we go, do you want to tell us, you know? when the show is out and where can they see it sure thank you mm-hmm. by the way and um yeah a industry comes out on bbc2 on the 10th of november and in on hbo in america um on the 9th of november yeah. right we're looking forward to it and we'll definitely be promoting it and promoting you so thank you so much for your time my pleasure thank you so mm-hmm. much